Welcome to Whose Review Matters Anyway, the podcast where the show notes are made up and the reviews don't matter, just like Fazoli's coming back to business. Oh, yes, it does. Doesn't matter because the food is still going to taste like shit. What you got to say about that now, Ham? It's about nostalgia, just like the last three Star Wars movies. Wait, so can you guys bring me up to date of why... It's fast food Italian food. It's It's fast food Italian food. That's what it is. What the it's, fuck? That sounds it's, disgusting. It's like if Chef Boyardee had maybe like a budget and they were like, well, this is good enough for people. So here you go. Well, it's Ew. cheaper than Olive Garden. <laughs> How are you comparing Olive Garden to Fazoli's? Sure. I guess if uh, if I wasn't in mood for like uh, a steak or something, I'll go to McDonald's and just get a burger. They're both meat anyway. I mean... The only thing people like at Fazoli's is the fucking soup. And you can't, no, can't argue that. The leftover runny tomato sauce that goes in your cart when you get it? Yeah. I don't know if that really qualifies as soup. Is Fazoli's, like, going to make me feel like I'm in Italy, (laughs) Hop Olive Garden, does? No. Exactly. Not at all. It's going to make you feel like you're at an airport who's trying to diversify. And they're like, well, this is good enough for spaghetti. There's some red stuff on there. Here you go. So you're telling me that it makes you feel like you're in New Jersey? (laughs) Probably. That's probably correct. I guess so. got you. I I can't wait to try it. I thought they were done. They're back, baby. (laughs) Oh, also, too, was it a sweet tomato, whatever? You remember that tomato... Restaurant where they sell soups and everything like that. It's called, I think it's called Sweet Tomato. It was like strictly vegetarian, right? Or yeah, they're coming back. Where I don't see any of that, those anywhere. Oh, uh, it popped up today. I saw it in the news. <laughs> okay, I don't care about that one. But I mean, apparently, some restaurants that died down, they're coming back. Yes, the earth is healing. So Chuck E. Cheese is coming back, or is Chuck E. Cheese still around? I'm Chuck E. Cheese around. is still around. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh damn! I thought they shut down. I thought. Speaking of speaking of things dying and coming back, hey, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're the boys are back in town. And better than not ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got... been a month. It's you know what? Our, we thought last year had a rough schedule. This year's schedule just shit. I blame him. I blame Mike. <laughs> and I'm glad no one's blaming me. No, you fell asleep, motherfucker, oh, when we tried to. <laughs> I was wondering if you one of you was gonna bring that up. You're like, no, I blame Mike. I blame him. Fucking sleeping beauty over here. We had a set schedule, and then he just passed <laughs> well, out. Set schedule. I don't remember that being well in advance. Like, well, we had a schedule yes. lined up of like, hey, at this time we're gonna do it. And Five then me hours and... before, I don't think qualifies for a set schedule. Five, no, I... and then fucking ham out of nowhere, three a.m. Can we do it now? <laughs> what day was that? <laughs> happy birthday ham by the way happy birthday, uh, birthday at this point happy birthday is that right, right on schedule too yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh we got a lot of catch up uh catching up to do but we're not gonna i mean there's too much i didn't watch a lot of movies other than the two no one really that we talked about and then guardians of course but mike didn't watch guardians so that's gonna guardians. have to wait till whenever you know the next marvel movie comes out for us to talk about it um, Spider-Man. we're going to talk about Mario. That's first on the list. Yep. And then we're going to talk about Mando season three. That's, that's mm-hmm. second. 
And then whatever time is left at the end, if these gentlemen here want to tackle on more movies, they can because they saw all the other ones: John Wick, Evil Dead, uh, what was what was a uh, Shazam apparently, um, whatever else came out because I, I didn't see anything else besides Mario and Guardians. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not a lot going on. <laughs> I there was a film was that I wanted to watch called C- uh, Sizu, but I didn't have a chance to watch, watch it. Watch it. I liked it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Green card. What? That's the first what? spot for the podcast. Wait, what? what is it? Uh, Sizu is the same creators as John Wick. It's John Wick, but... But killing Nazis. Right when World War II is starting in Finland? It's a badass. He's a badass. He won't die. Okay. He could he could just left it at John Wick. Like, can you clarify one thing, Ham? Yeah. Does the dog die? Spoilers, no. Something else blows up. What is okay. with dogs dying? Like, is but that the dog the... does not die, right? It gets a certified no dog dies. No, but spoilers, an animal does blow up. Is but as long spoiled? as the dog doesn't die, it does not. Okay, and then we're good. The dog does not die, ladies and gentlemen. Go watch it. I haven't watched it, but hey, <laughs> it has a certification. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get to talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not to be confused with the one in 1993. No, this is the Chris Pratt version. This is the one that is breaking records, apparently, all over the world. I think it's at 1.5. Yeah, it's beef frozen. I think it's at one point five right now. Yeah, it's gonna billion. Be- yeah, Mike, do the do the fact check in here. I'm pretty sure it's at one point five billion. I think it is now considered the largest grossing animated film of all time. Uh, can I get a weight music? Why check um, it? Do 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 I don't want to get us copyrighted too because I don't know how good that. Is. <laughs> all right, I got you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's distorted enough. I think that that's right, got it fly. right here. Worldwide grows. You're looking at one point one billion dollars right now. Gross? Really? Yeah, worldwide. So. World yeah. yeah, worldwide. Uh, and the budget for this film was a hundred million. I still feel like there's a couple numbers missing. Either way, big, I mean, it's huge. It's all yeah. over the fucking world. Uh, they apparently are 8 a.m. showings. We went to go see the movie again, actually, yesterday at 8 a.m. I kid you nice. not. We went to an 8 a.m. showing they because we were already up and we had free tickets and we were like, ah, let's just go ahead and watch it. 8 o'clock, 9, there was another one at 8.30. There was another one at 9.20. There was another one at, like, 10. There was, like, they're just showing this movie left and right. Like, well, people are not stopping to watch this movie. Let's talk off the air, and you'll let me know where in the fuck there's an 8 o'clock movie theater that's open. Regal Cinemas. Now, the only reason, I don't know why they try to, like, pair this up. Guardians came out, right? And apparently, and I asked them, because she, the lady asked me, like, how are you doing? I'm like, I am very surprised that I'm actually even here this early. And I asked. You guys have like morning showings like this. Is this like a common thing? She's like, oh no, no, no. it's just a special weekend because Guardians is out. We have a forty X showing just about to start in like a couple minutes, um, and so yeah, we just have like a couple movies that are just playing throughout the day. I'm like, uh, oh, okay, I guess so. Was it the weekend? Yeah, it was Sunday. So maybe that's okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. it was just Guardians. Maybe because of Guardians and 
and Mario, but, and is it technically summer too? And by Maybe. the way, how was the theater at eight a.m.? Uh, we were the only ones in that theater. Nice. Oh, so it had to be magical. It was clean and it was great. Do they sell popcorn at that time? They do. <laughs> They do. Okay. Mario. All right. Becky. Out of all three of us, this was my highly most anticipated film of the year that I said that this was going to get my gold card. So let's see if that. Uh, Statistically, uh, IMDb gives it a 7.3 out of 10. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 59%. Yeah. Wow, fuck you. Metacritic, where the fuck these people are, uh, 46%. Wow. Right? Now, Ham ran out of liquor. Yeah. Definitely promised a lot of shrooms to some people for every ticket he sold to this movie. A lot of mushrooms. Hence why 96% of his people like this movie. Yes, it was during the birthday weekend, so that yeah, shit happened. (laughs) So, uh, this is one of those movies that, like, the critics and then the people are, like, on the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Definitely a huge war, yes. All the casual people love this film. And all the serious, like, I hold my opinion higher than yours, seem to hate this film. So, without further ado, going across, giving our cards, and then we'll just generally discuss what we liked or disliked about the movie. Mike, starting with you, what card are you giving the Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, I wanted to mention this and get this out of the way. Uh, when I saw the Trolls 3 uh, trailer, I wanted to give this immediately a red card. Um, but yeah, but the film overall is definitely in competition of getting a gold card for me. It's a green card. I saw it twice in theaters. Fucking love this film. Yeah. Ham? Uh, I was about to give it a yellow card, but because it's a kid's movie... Oh my god. No, no, you cannot use that excuse. I'm nope. Excuse. Nope. Nope. You cannot use that excuse. You gotta use this as what you think it is. <laughs> because it's a kids movie, I'm giving it a green. So I'm putting yours to a yellow. Yeah, it's pretty much is yellow. It's yeah. a yellow for him. Yeah. Green. That's a shame. I don't know. Like I we we I think we already talked about this. Like big Mario fans generally, like Ham, I don't feel like not so much, but he does like Mario. Yes, I do. I have played Mario, Mario, Mario. I played two different Mario games this week or last week. I forget what week we're in. Big Mario fan. I grew up playing a lot of Mario games. I even have. I'm playing Odyssey at this moment. I, I mean, yeah. Well, I I'm so I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm a big Mario fan. The only reason I'm like more now into Mario is because of my son, who's like overly obsessed with Mario, and this was all before the movie anyway. Um, but I mean, I think everybody grew up with Mario, like, yeah. as, and, like as like if not their first video game, like probably one than the first five video games that they played. For almost, uh, yeah, I will say, I will say this: like, there's two different types of fans of Mario. There's the casual fans where they grew up and be like, "Yeah, I played Mario back in the day." Yeah, of course, like, oh yeah. And then there's the you know, it's like the same thing with Pokemon. There's the hardcore fans where. 
they love Mario. They breathe Mario, and you know they always get all the Mario games that every time when they come out. The movie inspired me to get a Nintendo Switch. So there you go. And you're but, still only giving it a yellow, yellow card? card? Like I don't understand how that's not green card material. It's a Switch for kids, like for a kids console. That's why. Like <laughs> what? Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, as I have been saying leading up to this point, that this was going to most likely get my gold card, I would have been incredibly on the nose for it if it wasn't for that Spider-Verse trailer that we last saw, because I think that one was actually like, holy shit, this one might actually be good. But oh. this one's, of course, this one is, of course, going to get my green card. Um, oh, okay. okay. I don't think that would have been a surprise anyway. Don't go. No gold. Not I. It, it's a. It's a. It's a strong contender for my gold, but I don't want to give it up just yet because, like I said, that last trailer for Spider Verse was so good that I'm like, mm, okay, I gotta wait maybe just a little bit longer to see where. This I haven't go. seen it. I feel like I saw enough of the first trailer, so I don't know what I'm seeing. I don't know what was. Oh, the, the last second trailer. trailer was really good, really funny. Uh, lots of shit was happening. It was great. All right. Uh, if any listeners are still listening. <laughs> go back a few episodes and remember I told him not Spider-Man and now he's going and reverting back to maybe it's going to be Spider-Man second trailer yeah. is really good okay and, uh, what's Mike give us one thing that really stood out to you from the Mario movie to be honest with you how Chris Bratt's voice works perfectly for the film and I really love the the chemistry between um Chris Pratt and um what was the guy's name from Charlie Day. Luigi Charlie Day I love their like I love the chemistry and like I just felt towards the end of the film like the heartwarming moment like of the brotherhood that they have like me and my brother like of course like we my brother's a more hardcore Mario fan than I am that I am but the thing is, is that like we both grew up like playing the games. I'm seeing him like growing up beating all the Mario games that I couldn't fucking beat, and he beating them. And it's just like I don't know, like it just felt like that type of moment with them like being together. And it's just like that's what type of relationship me and my brother have. And like I just loved like the voice casting of everything about this film. Like I thought it was great. I loved um. Anna Anna Taylor Anna Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. I thought she I thought, I thought it was great, but for sure I think the the definition of perfect voice casting, Jack Black. I would Bowser, agree. You know, Jack Black was phenomenal in this film. In my opinion, I think like he was the superstar of the film for sure for me. Yeah, and of course, like that song, the the most popular song right now is you know that Princess Peach song. Was right on the nose. Was phenomenal. I think. Um, well, they didn't say Luna, but the star of you know whatever star. I don't know whatever the name of the star is, but it's not Luna. I don't know if it's Luna. It's Luma. It's a Luma star. Luma. Luma star. Yeah, Luma. But phenomenal. Funny as hell. This film was funny. This film has a lot of great like joy moments. Um, I will say this though: the pacing of the first. Uh, of the first half, it it is rushed. Yes, for sure. It is rushed, but I think the film settles perfectly right where Donkey Kong is at, and mm. then the film just rides out like perfectly. 
I slightly disagree, but go on. Okay. Great, 100%. Um, but overall, as a film, I think the creators hit it right on the nose for nostalgia. I think this film is definitely one of the definition of nostalgia, 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 and that's what made the film great. Uh, and and they used they used every bit of it to make this film how it is how it is right now. So I I, I really did love this film. Um, I was planning to watch it a third time, but I was like, nah, let me just not. Nah, let me just wait until it comes out on you know whatever streaming service, or I might even buy it. I don't know. More likely not, but whatever streaming service is on, I'm gonna watch it again man. and over and over again. So I. I Highly recommend anybody who who has not seen it. I'm pretty sure everybody has seen it. The whole world has seen it. But if you haven't, go watch it. It's still not too late. It's a great film. Um, I'm holding out. I'm holding my gold card because there's other films that I saw that is like, fuck. Oh, I might. Okay, I don't know. So I had to play around and stuff like that. So Man, this movie's so good. I asked for only one thing and you gave me the whole fucking world. I know, man. I can't. I can't. I couldn't. I just wanted to get it out. But yeah, like Chris Pratt's voice surprised me a lot of how. So, well, let's let's pause on that then. Do we are are we all okay with how they kind of explained it? Yeah. Ham, I thought it was okay. Like I've heard before, I man. You can get away with doing the Italian voice nowadays. Can't be getting away with that Chinese accent or anything like that. But, um. Yeah, it's fine. I don't. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I like that it was like a passing of the torch kind of moment when you had, um, uh, I already forgot his name already. The original voice actor for for hey, what, Mario. What was it? What? What was it? A restaurant? Where Where was he? In? Yeah, the restaurant. The old man playing Punch yeah, Out. Well, the restaurant. Yeah. Well, he's also he also plays Mario's father too. He's the voice actor for that as well. Oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, when he's like playing um, the 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 game, the arcade game, and he's like, "Oh, that's perfect," and then like you know, just just it's like, "Oh, okay." Well, he's he's accepting it, so it should be okay. And it and it does kind of make sense. Like if you if he had that accent for the entirety of the film, I think people would kind of get annoyed a little bit. And well, final, we've offensive. only heard Mario in like little short bursts here and there. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I mean, you don't hear Mario talking all the time. He says. He's got his catchphrases, you know. It's me, Mario. Uh, woohoo! And yahoo! One, one or two other things that I probably uh, it's some. No, oh, yeah, I already said that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, all you got. It's me, Mario. Uh, I, I stopped. I, I, I was starting to count how many times they said, uh, "What was the word?" Oh my god, Mamma Mia. Yeah, Mamma Mia. I'm like, I'm tired of this Mamma Mia, mother, Mamma Mia's. But yeah, yeah. I- I, I thought, yeah, I, like Chris Pratt's voice, I think, is, is fine for Mario. I But I, I wholeheartedly agree. Jack Black was, like, the number one. Like, he, he stole the entire movie. You could yeah. argue that, like, yeah. he was the best part of it. Like, And the fact that his song made it into the top 100, like, Billboard, and I think yeah. top 100 iTunes or something, I was like, okay. Which and is- they had to go and get, make a music video for it, too, on top of that. Yeah, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So Ham, what uh, all these good things coming from Mike, and yet you're still gonna give it a yellow because? Oh, uh, want me to all the reasons? All of them? Just to yeah, a lot, really. I thought it was just kind of like one main thing, which I uh, could probably agree with you as to why it's not that great. But I do agree with Mike that it was very fast pacing. I think, 
let's let's imagine in a world that there's someone who doesn't know anything about Mario, it's gonna go over your head. I think um, there's a lot of nostalgia factor that does help the movie a lot. Um, also, I think the music and the sounds made the movie better. I guess I, the the story, you know, it's a Mar I understand it's a Mario game. There's no story. I mean, there is. You got more story than you would get in a game. <laughs> yeah, way more. Play play Paper Mario, and then we'll talk. One and <laughs> okay, fair. Um. But I think it's very reliant on the brand. Like, if you made this movie and didn't call it Mario Story, it'd be another Illumination Story. But because it's Mario, I think it does get a lot of passes. Um, but okay, so but, but what do you expect from a film then? Of any film, the same category as any other film, a, a decent story and. Uh, Relatable characters. The one thing that I really liked from the movie was sort of what uh, what Mike was saying that the <laughs> spoilers, guys. They become the Super uh, Mario Brothers. What? Get the fuck out! What was that? Was that what? the end? Yeah, yeah. Because they get the star at the end, which makes well, you super. And wait, did they say in the end on your left? <laughs> no, <laughs> but they they become the Super Mario's because they have this super okay. star doing that which i thought kind of cool but i did not like the fact either that for most of the movie luigi and mario were separated i will agree with you on that on some point but i i think it was just more character development with princess peach and mario ah there was i don't think there was any character development there i what an iota of it but i mean Okay, hold on. First of all, I uh, the, the story is the like probably the only thing I can complain about this movie is that there is barely any story to begin with. I still argue that it's still more than any other Mario game, but there's yeah. still barely any story to go by. But what I think it capitalizes on, and and this is it, it's similar to what I said about um, Marvel Spider Man the video game, where like it's a ten out of ten perfect like Spider Man game, but if you take it at its core, like it kind of cheats its way into being a good Spider-Man game because you already know so much about Spider-Man. Yeah. So all these characters are already established. And I think that's what this Mario movie did. It yeah. cheats its way knowing you already know about Mario. You already know how important kind of like Princess Peach is and yeah. how Toad is kind of like, you know, like your buddy, your best friend, your servant kind of guy who's like loyal to you. And that Mario and Luigi are brothers and they have like this sort of close like friendship, which or close, um, you know, relationship with each other, which is why I think it kind of, like, at first I was a little weird that it was like, oh, man, it kind of sucks that these two are separated for the majority of the movie, but it also kind of help, make makes you think back and appreciate, like, oh, man, like, these two really, like, are hand-in-hand. Like, kind of think if you were, like, playing Mario Brothers with your best friend back in the day, and you're player, you know, player one, player two, it kind of has, like, that sort of same nostalgic feeling of, like, yeah, man, like, we're buddies, like, we're friends. You were there for me when I had to do this. You were there for me how to do this. And I and I think they capitalized that in the movie itself. Like, you didn't have to, like, get a deep lore background as to why these two love each other so much as brothers. They did that perfectly with the with the baby uh, Mario and baby Luigi scene. Um, and they did it perfectly with the little small moments that they had where it's like, 
oh, we're we're never um, no one can defeat us if we're together or something. Or no one, nothing can go wrong if we're together. Where they did that at the beginning, and then they did it at the end when they had the superstar. So I just feel like the development is there because, and we don't really like see it the like as it played out because we already know so much about the characters. Yeah, but you could say that, but again. Mario did win against Donkey Kong without Luigi, so it doesn't look like he needs Luigi at all. Yeah, but then they also get you. You don't always have to have Luigi. It's not about like if he's like important or not. He is important, but he doesn't. He doesn't always have to be it because, as you know, if you play Luigi's Mansion, you're without Mario, but you're going to find Mario. In most Mario games, there's not a Luigi to play with. Mario Odyssey doesn't have a Luigi to play with until you get to the very end after everything's already done. But that part that they're trying to capitalize on was you never really give up as a gamer, as a player. Like you play Mario, you 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 die, you lose, right? And then you have to try to figure out how to beat it again. Like you just keep going at it and at it. You never stop. Which hence that was a line that was in the movie. Yeah, but nobody yeah. wants to be Luigi. What the fuck? Luigi's my favorite character. Over Yoshi? Get out of here. Yeah. Yoshi's not really a character. He's like, um, he's like a, a puppet, a, a pet, a pet. Not in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> you, yeah, you <laughs> okay. throw webbles at We're people. We're not in that universe just yet. <laughs> not, not yet, not yet, not yet. Also, did not. Um, I think other people have mentioned it. On your left, on your left, on your left. They they show Yoshi's, and then at the end they show the egg of. Well, how did that make sense? So I think like I don't know if this is actual lore. I only just like saw this in a quick video that apparently the green Yoshi is the rarest of all Yoshi's. Okay. So, like, if you if you if you think back on that scene where we saw the Yoshi's run, there wasn't a single green Yoshi at all. Oh, but so, now there's this oh. green Yoshi egg that's given to Bowser and Peach for the wedding thing as a gift because you know why would you give a common Yoshi egg? You wouldn't. You would give a rare Yoshi egg. Oh, so uh, tell me this because I was a little confused. Yeah. Yoshi Island or Baby What of Mario, whatever was that the Yoshi? I mean, technically, in the story, Yoshi raised Mario and Luigi. I'm just trying to remember. I'm just... Yeah, so... But the thing is that you remember, like, in the movie, they're not going to do exactly like the games. They're going to just try to implement... Well, no, no. I'm just trying to remember if that was what I remember correctly. No, yeah. I mean, in the games, Yoshi and Luigi... uh, Yoshi raise Mario and Luigi and that's why they have like that that game though you know baby Mario and Luigi yeah. again with Yoshi um but I'm guessing in in this film in the next film and this is just me predicting of course Yoshi's going to be you know in the next movie um Luigi and Mario they're going to help raise Yoshi and Luigi train it and it's going to be kind of rough and it'd be cutesy and then I'm guessing for the villain is going to be uh, Waluigi and Wario. Oh, so and ba- about- Bowser Jr. What is their origin stories? That they're just, uh, that I, I think, that I think they're just um, they're somewhat hired from Bowser or Bowser Jr. They're from a different universe. Yeah, I have no idea about that, but I, no I don't think they could do unless Jack Boy or Jack Black voices Bowser Jr. I don't see them not. Bring him back, Bowser. No, they're going to bring back Bowser. Yeah, of course. Or eventually, I think that's one of the cool things about Mario. Though, is he's got so many variety of enemies and like other options to use as sort of the bad guy. Like Bowser could still be there, like in the background, 
probably pulling all the strings somehow. Because you also got to think, this movie was so vague that this was like almost a genius starting point for anything they want to do moving forward with a Mario movie. They could literally do anything they want. They could do a Sunshine, uh, what is it, Mario Sunshine adaptation. Oh my god, yeah. They could Mario do Mario Odyssey adaptation. Galaxy, they yes. They could do, I don't know, like, whatever the Paper Mario, like, R- or, or not even Paper Mario, uh, Mario RPG's, like, storyline. They could do so many different things. Or they could have a Mario and Donkey Kong movie that maybe focuses more on Donkey Kong. Like, they, they set it up so well that they could do anything at this point. And, then, and that's why, like, I... Like, people could argue, like, the, the story was the thing that held back this movie. But I feel like if they focus too much on the story, then we would be complaining that we didn't get enough, like, Mario fan service stuff. I feel like all that would have been dialed back a lot. Because then they would have to focus on one big setting piece, and we wouldn't have gotten all the different worlds and all the different variety of enemies and all the different, you know, um, sounds and everything and the music that we got in the movie that we just did. It would have been just, like, one just one aspect, one world, and then people would have been like, oh, man, I wish I could have seen this, or I wish I could have seen that. No, we got everything we could have wanted here, and now if they really wanted to dial back and just focus on a really good, solid story in, like, one or two worlds, they can do that. Now that they've established how everything looks, how everything sounds, how everything reacts, how everything moves. Like, the detail in this movie is far beyond anything I've seen in any other movie. And yeah, you can even I argue, like, with you. Endgame Marvel, like... Sure, that's fan service to the T, but Mario almost does the same, if not better, in some aspects. Like if you if you paid attention to like how Mario ran through the obstacle course, um, how he kind of punches is the same way that he punches in, in in Super Smash Brothers, right? When you do like the arm, he kind of falls heavily towards his shoulder. He did the exact same thing in here. When they're running and they have their arms out. That's the exact same thing they do in the Super Mario, uh, in the Super Mario Brothers game. Um, the way that they jump, the way that they do the triple jumps, like the way they did anything, we saw it in a video game. Like the the oh yeah, I mean, that's that, that's that's their again how they make it into a good thing while cheating is that oh they already have stuff already visually three D rendered that they can visually see and not have to really come up with something new. It's like yeah. But the thing is, is that it's the placement of the of the film that was genius. Is that they have all those things there, but they used it. Some other, I bet you, if, you, if another like if DreamWorks had a chance to make this film, or I want to say I don't know what well, any other animation company out there besides um, Illumination, I I don't think they could have done a properly job. I think they will hold it back and just do like little teases and then. I don't know. Like I, I feel like Illumination deserves so much credit than what you're like giving it. They well, no, make I'm fun, not... entertaining, bright films. Like if you were giving yeah. it to Pixar, they probably would have capitalized on the whole. Oh, my father doesn't accept me, so I need to prove myself thing, and that would have been like a whole fleshed out, you know, sequence that would have lasted throughout the movie. And but then we wouldn't have had all the different fun scenarios that we got yeah. in the movie that we did and Mar- now. And, and Mario would be like, yo, that's not my pronouns. Yahoo! You know, like... <laughs> no, but I'm saying is, yes, Illumination probably listened and probably one of the few companies that would have would have allowed uh, uh, which was suggestions and probably would have been like, alright, talking back and forth with different developers, but all I'm saying is they did have a leg up visually on how yeah. Mario moves and interacts because there's a few things out there that already exist. Anything else you, know, you want to 
have uh, any input also so um oh the music i i got the music, it holy yes. hell like the, there are so many um i think they're called mot- motifs like so many small increments of music that if you never played a, a lot of the mario games you would not have caught on to all, no. like the majority of them you'd be like oh this is just a regular tradition yeah, before, like the bowser they, the bowser theme song from the get-go yeah they had like the bowser castle like intro played when, <laughs> on the penguin island um, they had the Luigi's Mansion theme in there. They had, uh, what is it, the, from, fuck, what is it, Donut Planes from Super Mario Brothers? That was in there. Like, there are so many small things that, like, the way that they play it and the moments that they play it, it hits, it hit my head. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember playing that level. I remember doing this in that level. Like, it, the music was just so well integrated into the entirety of the movie that, I guess composer's name brian tyler like i hope he comes back and continues to do it and if i think if other if there's gonna be other video game um uh you know animated movies i i would hope that they look to him and see okay either we can get him for the movie or he can help you know co uh co-compose with other people to to create that because i think they just blended it so well and listening to the soundtrack i still listen to the soundtrack to this it's on spotify i'm listening yeah. to every once in a while because my son loves to hear it and just that last, um, what is it, the the outro credits that they play where it's like a medley of all of them. It's just, it's beautiful. It's like, it's really good. Like, it's, it's again, fan service, well done. What, uh, now, before we move on, just name one of, like, you know, all, all three of us. Let's give a name of, like, what other films can they do in, in the oh. whole, like, Nintendo world that you guys would like to see. All right, uh, Ham. I mean, uh, the obvious one would be uh, DK, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, so, I'm gonna go with probably an unexpected answer because I have not seen this one thrown out there, but I think this one will work perfectly with Illumination Splatoon. Ooh, <sighs> okay. Um, I'm gonna say Kirby. Oh, that's another good one too. Uh, my 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 brother was said punch out. <laughs> I know that the top the top two answers that are going around right now are Metroid, Metroid. and um, and Link, Lazelda, of, of course. Like those yeah. are the two that are getting jumbled around. Oh, I got another one. F Zero. Oh well, no, I thought I thought you meant that from what from the movie. So you're talking about Nintendo properties. Yes. Yeah, Nintendo properties. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, I'd have to look that up. Shit. But Splatoon will be phenomenal. I think it'll look. I think that'll be a crazy film. I think so. I know there's supposed to be a Netflix show based off a couple characters from from the Splatoon series, but I wonder because I haven't heard anything about that since like I think, I think it was like not the last direct, but the one before it. So I'm wondering if like I don't know they're deciding like eh, maybe we should really look to another company to do this. I think a big one that. Uh... People would, I mean, this would make a lot of money. Would be Animal Crossing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. What the fuck they're gonna make though? <laughs> about Mario, it's, you know, it's about it's business though, right? Because you got Tom Nook who like loans you out money, so he's like, he's like, you know, you got loan sharks coming after you. Because I think that will tap in a lot more in the female market too. Because all, <laughs> I think it will make a lot, a lot of money. That'd be an interesting movie. I don't That'd see that going straight to theaters, though. I can see that being Animal like, Crossing? You know, 
Yeah, I, I can see that being like maybe a Netflix special or something, okay. but I don't know about a straight to theaters thing. What about what? I could see a straight to theaters like Pinkman, you motherfuckers, Pinkman. Nah, I was never a big Pinkman fan. What? No, I'm good. Astronaut guy meets little alien. No, I prefer Speaking you. Of astronaut Kirby. guys meet little aliens. Good transition, by the way. Man yeah. Yeah. season three. Here we go. The third, some would argue, the fourth season into this franchise because yeah. the book of Boba Fett. Um, Mandalorian season three. I don't think there's any like uh, ratings or re- review numbers I could pull up. No, here, no, I could pull them. You could try. I tried looking them up and I didn't see any. And I don't know if that's an accurate of review of season three or if it's just like overall like Mandalorian. But um, yeah, I got you. Hold on. Pause. All right, Pause. got it. Yeah. Uh, um, Mandalorian. Overall, it's uh all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last right, I got it right saw... here. Okay. Okay, so so far the only review that I got is Rotten Tomatoes. Um, critics gave it an eighty-five percent. Really? Okay. Now, audience, fifty percent. Whoa! That would be the opposite. Yeah, Google wow. users non-existent. I don't see anything here, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. So we last left off in the book of Boba Fett that Mando was going to go reclaim his title, of being Mandalorian, and that was because he fucked up and took off his helmet. It's on the word. The, yeah, to yeah, show, yeah. Just to show Grogu. I was really hoping Grogu wasn't going to come back for this season, but then the Book of Boba Fett ruined that shit for me. So, yay, <laughs> Grogu's back. <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Cards going across the board and then backtracking to what we, I guess, what we could have liked about this. All right, Mike. Um,. There's two cards that I'm going back and forth, back and forth, uh, back and forth. Because I feel like the show did something in the middle where it was just like, okay. Uh, um, I may or may not disagree on that. I'm between a yellow or red. Ooh. Ooh I was not expecting that. <sighs> fuck. I want to say like episode one to six, I was a red card. I said, what the fuck is this? And then I would say probably the last three episodes, that's when it picked it up. But an overall show is a mess. Um, fuck. I'm going to probably give it a yellow card just to be safe, I guess. But I am could be convinced for it to become a red card. All right, Ham? I'm going to say somewhat the opposite, whereas I'm going to give it a green, but I could probably get convinced to a yellow. This fucking guy. <laughs> I don't understand you. So, I I guess I gotta be completely honest and say that I had every intention of watching Mandalorian Season 3. And I thought I was watching Mandalorian Season 3. It had, like, the title card and everything. But then somehow, like, it turned into the Book of Bo-Katan. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they never really made a Mando season three. I guess that was Book of Boba Fett. But hey, Book mm-hmm. of Bo Katan, I'm all for it. So I don't know what y'all watched, but it definitely <laughs> was not Mandalorian season three. It wasn't, yeah. 
So I, God, what frustrates me about this season is that in small increments, there were super cool things that I liked. So wait, quick question. Did you binge it or did you watch uh, an episode a week? Uh, I binged like half of it. And th- and at that point, I got caught up and then I was watching it weekly. Um, I was watching it weekly. Um, Same, weekly. I was watching it weekly, but I think that was a mistake to watch it weekly. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it really mattered. Um, there were a lot of cool things that I liked. I will say this right now that I think the last episode was really cool visually and in sequence. But overall, I was just getting really fucking tired of this series. So, God. You know, I feel like I'm going to talk myself down eventually to this point. So I'm just going to say red for right now with very little hope that I'll go up to a yellow. And I mm-hmm. and I do believe that I am given a red like that that is kind of an extreme take on it because I think overall it's not that bad of a season, but I was expecting the Mandalorian and not the Book of Bo Katan, which Bo Katan is cool on her own like that's fine, but don't like mislead me to think like one way or another like there was a lot of people rumor like saying along the lines of like oh the a Boken Tan is actually supposed to be the Mandalorian now. Like the Mandalorian is not the original Mandalorian that we know. It's just the title of whoever we're watching. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, don't don't try to buy into that crap. Don't try to like justify that crap. Like, yeah, they it's like one of those us... fans. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say they literally gave us something extremely cool the very first episode of season one, and <laughs> it, it kind of builds up to be like this awesome, like kind of western sci-fi type of uh, series that was going to focus very heavily on this character who seemed badass and then they went and fucked it up by capitalizing on merchandise yep and i was like you know what that's fine they got to make money but then they decide to like we we gotta continue to shove merchandise into mike's face because he's the only one funding us right now so (laughs) we need all these plushies built and then you end it with all right, let's. That's too much merchandise now. I think we're okay. And then they're like, nah, we really like the money that Mike's shilling us right now. So here we go, more mm-hmm. merchandise into, into Mike's face. And I just got tired of it. And I think that's why I'm just so frustrated this season. Just to sum it up really quick, and you guys can talk about it. It's just like a, a it felt like what season two was almost going to do 100% was be a jumping off point for multiple spinoffs. And Sure, that's fine, but then you're sacrificing like the 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 character and why people love the character initially. And I just hated how the first episode was really all just for a fucking side quest that you got at the end of it. And I was like, I'm not playing Mass Effect here. Like I'm I played like that game Effect. once or twice. I'm over this already. Like I don't need to replay this again. You mean like, Mass Effect drama? Don't, don't give me a side quest. To just say, hey, you need to do a side quest. Which once you're there, you're like, oh, I need to go find this droid for a side quest. And then you're there and you're like, oh, I got to solve this thing for a side quest. It's like, it's side quest. It's all, that's all it is. And and even though it tried to save itself at the very last episode by having all of these Mandalorians come in for this big giant action piece. Again, really cool. I thought it was really well choreographed, a lot of that stuff. 
It was visually awesome, but it almost seemed like they did that on purpose to make you forget what you saw the first six or seven episodes. Hmm. That's all I'll leave for there for now until someone else says something I'll bitch about. Uh, can I take it? Go ahead. I don't want her. Like I mentioned, I think an episode from like episode, like, I think what Sal mentioned was uh, the build-up of episode one and two was pretty good. Um, I, I thought they were going something. I, I thought they were going to go somewhere with it. And then out of nowhere, everything was just random shit, random shit, random shit. Um, you know, that random-ass fucking episode with the empire like scientists get set up and tortured in the end because this oh, other I almost person... forgot about that random ass storyline yeah <laughs> that, that random ass storyline like went fucking nowhere i mean uh, sort of showed I mean... the <clears throat> the how the what do you the new empire whatever it was coming to be and sort of how there's sort of uh what's the word uh hypocrites of how Oh, we're gonna do things different, but sort of do them the same. It's more of the political part of Star Wars with the right and wrong of all governments. But, like, but the problem with that piece, though, is that you randomly chucked it into something that shouldn't have been a, a huge part of. I, like I, you have I, long sequences of these things where you have almost an entire episode of this whole like. Oh, I gotta go to this junkyard to get this uh the this kit so I can bring it back and create clones and blah blah blah. But then you like totally forget about it in the next episode because it has nothing to do with it. And I... then you decide to bring back a tie-in like four episodes down. No, like that's why Andor worked so well. If you want to talk political, Andor worked very well because that's all it was focused on. That's yeah. all the emphasis <laughs> was. Yeah. Um I I agree. Like it's just it was just Completely so fucking random. I didn't care about much of any of the science, the the scientists and the other girl, whoever she was, and 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 set up, set him up and shit. I I just felt like it was just a boring ass episode where it didn't really do much, and then it was just jumping around and and that episode when the kid got kidnapped, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, what is this? Like this is so dumb. Um, I don't know. And then I, I did like the Baby Yoda um, flashback. Did you guys like that? Uh, the one where they used the Jar Jar Binks actor for the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, that flashback was pretty cool, I guess. But overall, and then also too the whole Jack Black showing up in this <laughs> fucking married to Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just, just oh. random. See, and this, not, not even Christopher Lloyd and X Wings could have saved this season for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was. Uh, this whole entire season was just randomized. It was just more of like, hey, what story can we do for the Mandalorian? Well, we only have like honestly, the main story is just to bring about to bring back uh, Mount Gideon. Um, he's using Mando tech, but we do not. We don't know how to really. I don't know. Set that story up. Let's just do random shit, and then technically they'll just go to you know their the the Mandalorian world I and take it back. 
I felt like man the I felt like Mando was treated in this series the same way uh, Fennec Shan I guess was tr- was supposed to be treated in Book of Boba Fett, where he's oh, he, they're, yeah. they're, they're just there. Like yeah, they're part of the storyline and they're just there. They're not the main focus, but they're there. And Bo Katan is how has how was uh, Boba Fett in his own series. Yeah, Bo Katan I have no problem with. You could have just easily made her own series and probably tag along with Mandalorian because it just felt like she definitely had the spotlight and she's definitely like the leader because she has the dark saber. Plus, by the way, I was fucking pissed off of how she got the dark saber um, because season two made it seem like she was going to like challenge Mandalorian to get the dark saber because to get it, you had to challenge somebody and it, it just made it seem very dramatic and they were going to do something with that. And no, season three was like, oh, he got defeated by this random robot. Uh, this random robot had the dark saber and she defeated the dark, the robot. Boom. Done. It's like, oh, that's such a lazy fucking way to do it, man. Um, and towards the end, it was really cool. It was, you know, like you mentioned, the... Um, the graphics or whatever were were pretty good. I felt like they were s- slimmed down a bit comparing to season one and two of Mandalorian. How how like the CGI was phenomenal in those seasons, but in this one was a bit budget cut in my opinion. Um, so it was all right. And then of course towards the end of Mandalorian, now he's a bounty hunter, and Grogu is going to be his apprentice because he adopted him now as a son. And it was just random stuff. Random stuff happening this season. Fuck, I might just give it a red card. Fuck, man. Yeah, I think I'm dropping out into a yellow. Just because. because Fucking guy. It reminds me of the uh, meme. You know that meme format of Friends with uh, Phoebe and Joey? Which you got to clarify. It's the the meme format. It's, It's the same format with Phoebe and Joey. It's like Mandalorian. Ahsoka, Mandalorian. Oh, Ahsoka. So mm. yeah, that's what I'm imagining right now. Yeah, I guess just the, all the spinoffs that they wanted to do for this season. Like, I felt like season two did a better job. Yes, for sure. And this one was just like, okay, eventually these people have are gonna get their own series, but let's force feed them the way that we did it with with uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, I think they could have done the first episode and maybe the last two or three, and then you're good. This definitely could have been a shorter I'm, season, in my opinion. I'm going to say something random that probably has no validity, so I'm going to talk my way through it. I feel like all of these Star Wars series has some sort of weird identity crisis where their title card imp- implies a certain thing or you have certain expectations because of their title, but they don't give you that shit at all in their actual own series. I don't like, know why. Like, the book of Boba Fett, it was fucking more Mandalorian than it was actually Boba Fett. And Fennec Shan was a better character than Boba Fett was. Yeah. And in The Mandalorian, I was expecting solely The Mandalorian doing Mandalore shit and, like, being a fucking badass. No, it's, like, more Grogu-focused, and then we get all these weird spinoff characters, which, again, so cool that we get a lot of these different, like, elements, like, possible spinoffs. But when I'm going to watch a show called The Mandalorian, I want to just see The Mandalorian. 
and have it solely focused on him and his story arc and his journey. And like, also, if too, it, if you were to call it like Mandalore or the Mandalorians, sure, I, I think you could get a pass. Okay, fine. Like, you didn't tell us it was about this one particular character. So it's like, cool. Everything else kind of works. So I feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like a hypocrite too, because like, I don't want to say that like my expectations were not met because it should like series shouldn't have like certain expectations or, or just because it doesn't live up to your expectations doesn't mean it's not good but it's like it's kind of like a little unfair especially when you're dealing with pre-established characters and pre-established history kind of to like mandalorian on its own worked so well the first season because it didn't mess with pre-established characters but then as soon as it started tampering with that in season two, when we introduced Bo-Katan, when you introduced Luke Skywalker, I felt like for me, that's where it kind of started going down that slippery slope. Yeah. And also, too, like, um, I, I was questioning this, to be honest with you, and my wife was um, not thinking of, oh, she kind of answered, like, she kind of asked me this without actually saying it. But she was like, are you sure Star Wars is actually a good, like, franchise? Oh, shit. <laughs> and she has a valid point. Because the thing is, is that, like, episode four, oh, five, shit. and six, four, five, and six are legendary films that had great fucking story. And then episode one, two, and three was just more of, like, random shit, characters I didn't really like, corny, corny stuff. But the story was somewhat there. But not properly told, in my opinion, except for episode three, where I think episode three was actually pretty good. Um, and then Rogue One was good because it was wasn't forced on the whole Jedi stuff. But everything else after that, like Mandalorian, was great because it was different. It was its own thing, and so in you know season one and two. But everything else that they're trying to do was just it's just force feeding people, and it's just like. You're 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 making fans go against each other, of like and tr- trying to explain why why this is this and why this is that. It's just like no, nah, you're just reaching too much, and it's just now like I, I feel like I feel like they have to change the writers or they have to go back and and try to do something because episode seven, eight, and nine. I mean, of course, you know some of us like liked it and some of us didn't but it's still like is it really worth it was it really worth it like did you achieve what you wanted it to because in the end of the day you kind of fucked up the franchise and now with season three you kind of fucked up mandalorian a little bit and see i knew you were gonna forget the han solo movie <laughs> i mean you know, oh my I god i yeah. to go back and watch that movie i don't know what it was recently that just made me remember it i was like i should go back and watch this movie because i didn't think it was that bad i enjoyed the han solo movie it just I wasn't know. like a big memorable thing for me i was just like i walked out of the theater i'm like yeah that was pretty good all right moving yeah, on <laughs> i uh yeah i thought it was okay too and and it said they it didn't make that much money but i'm like I thought it made it okay money as well, so I don't understand. No, because we had that discussion where it's like, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Did it make enough money? Like, it's almost like, and I'm, I felt like Mike was going to bring this up at some point, and this was like weeks ago when we were supposed to record. But it's almost like, who kind of gives a shit about the money talk? Because <laughs> if you if you haven't been on social media lately, 
now all of a sudden, because of DC, because of specifically DC, and now it's going on to Marvel as well. It's like every every time a movie comes out and it's in its second or third week, it's like it's dropped forty two percent in its lowest ever. It's dropped eighteen percent from the previous week. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, who really gives a shit how many viewers it actually dropped? Because no one back in the day really gave a damn about that kind of thing. No, they didn't. It's just now these days are thinking that in three weeks, like it's supposed to pick up. But the thing is oh, that, like, pick up. if it picks up, that is a weird occurrence. But the thing <laughs> is that, like, why, why are you comparing to those numbers from the first week and second week? Eventually, it's going to drop. When you look at Endgame, like it was there for a couple, a couple months or two months, and then eventually it drops because that's what happens. But going no. back to what but Ham was saying is like the money. It's like, uh, what it was still like a good amount of money in my head. I'm like. If I made that money, I think I'd be okay too. Like, I don't know why it's like that big of a deal that I didn't make like almost twice as much as the other movies. Like, it's just so weird how like money is, I guess, on the higher exec executive people's. Like, that's just now way too much more of a focus. Like, I think yeah. what Disney is just trying to capitalize on now this trend of everyone liking Star Wars. So it's like, oh, let's bust out a Star Wars series or movie every other month now so that way it'll get us more money. So the budget for Solo was $275 million. Yep, I'm World, looking at the same thing. World, yeah, worldwide gross, $392 million they create, they they made. That sucks. Yeah, they make it <laughs> so that's so now we kind of understand what Ham was trying to say. They didn't make that much money. Yeah, they didn't fucking make anything. <laughs> but I guess like, why is that though? Is that just because they fucked around with a like a legacy character? Yeah, they did. I, I, I yes. think that's why they fucked around with the legacy character. But everyone liked Obi Wan Kenobi, right? That. No, I mean I didn't. I'm just saying. I think the the, the mass general response to Obi Wan a lot of people like, didn't like it. I know a lot of people didn't like it. The reviews are terrible. And so for... I go back to my point of <clears throat> stop fucking with the legacy characters. Stop. Just don't mess with them. Don't touch them. You can refer to them as like a mention of the name, but just stop. Like just don't do it anymore. Like that's what that was my biggest concern when they introduced Luke Skywalker. As cool as that fucking episode was, it was like you're 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 teetering on like you know rocky waters or whatever that saying goes. Like it's just it's just not it's not something you want to really mess with. Uh, which again, why I capitalize on Andor and Rogue One being probably the best uh, of the Star Wars franchise um, compared to like the the original trilogy, like Andor and Rogue One, I'm always going to recommend over anything else yeah. in the franchise. You know do how you much? Think... <laughs> do you know how much Mario uh, was uh, cost? I already mentioned it. You did, no, Mar- Mario? Yeah, hundred million. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Somebody's not paying attention. <laughs> I do. I just um, think um, at this point in Star Wars, like finish whatever project you're going to be done with. Hopefully, it's a short list of whatever they have to create, and then take a hiatus for a couple of years, and then create something new. Because the galaxy is so huge, 
that you can do something else that doesn't need to do with the whole entire. But they got Ahsoka coming down around the corner. Well, they have Ahsoka, the New Republic. They have um. But they, we also oh, we also have factored in we also have factored in uh, what is it Tales of the no not Tales of the, Tales of the Jedi is the animated now uh, Star Wars series for the kids stories or what was it Visions Visions I think it was called oh Visions season two came out yeah but even though those are not even supposed to be canon from my understanding so I don't know like yeah Star Wars is I don't want to say it's a bad franchise because I think there's still a lot of cool aspects of Star Wars like. I, there are so many iconic ships, iconic characters, iconic scenes, iconic landscapes. I'm I'm playing Jedi Survivor right now, and it's just like that's a good Star Wars thing coming out yeah. of this franchise. Like it's a good game. It outdoes the first one already. Like within the first couple of hours, you're like, holy shit, this is actually better than the first game. Which yeah, is but it's a canon. Apparently, it is yes, canon, it is and canon. yeah, apparently it's canon and. I'm just. This is just rumors. It's not confirmed. I'm just. I'm just saying bullshit right now. Like before you guys fucking tell tell me off that um the next season of Mandalorian, um what's the main character's name? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis is supposed to be in season four. I did not know that. I I last I heard is that they were actually going to integrate Cal into the live action format in some way. Yeah. In some way, I don't know what. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they could, I which is fine. I like Cal Kestis. Like again, like I don't. There is no, as far as I can recall, there's not a lot of direct like references or like connections to anything that's legacy. Like yes, it, it takes place in a certain time period. Yes, it's it's after Order sixty six. But like it's its own story. It's Cal's own solo adventure. It's his own cast of characters. Don't say like, solo. It's like literally like his own like world that you can still get engrossed in and not have to think about what's going on with like Luke or Han or Lance or whatever. Like it's its own thing, and that, that's oh. why I like I like the first one so much, and I and this one is doing the same but better. So that brings me up to my question: and Do you want him integrated in the sort of live action series? I want him integrated into a live action series that doesn't have to heavily depend on any legacy cast. Yes, I agree. I okay. think that uh, that's that's the bottom. Like that is the summary of what I want out of the Star Wars series. Just don't heavily depend on your legacy characters that you've established before being brought into the Disney franchises. Like, don't rely on Luke. Don't rely on Han. Don't rely on R2-D2. Don't rely on Rey. Don't rely on Kylo. Just don't. If you're going to give me an original character and create a new series off of this character, then give me its own original tale, its own original journey. You can name drop Luke. You can name drop Han. I don't care if you name drop them, but don't show them to me and make them an integral part of their story until like you've really established like a full on like arc with your character. Did um did they announce anything for May fourth? I didn't search up any like news. Yeah, they they released that Ray uh, movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh no they they announced that they were doing a trilogy i don't know i think this is before may 4th i think that was during celebrations but 
Yeah, they're doing a, a Ray trilogy where she yeah. creates the new Jedi Order. Is she pregnant? That I that I saw that I. I heard? think that's a rumor. I don't think that's actually legit true. I think that's like someone just bullshitting just because they just don't like the the, the new trilogy. I mean, but I, no I will problem. tell you, fun fact: I did get that uh, Star Wars X Wing uh, collector set as like an Ooh. early um, Father's Day gift. So I'm gonna build the hell out of that. Soon. Nice, nice. Congratulations! I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, Me neither. It's, the, it's the big collector series model, not like your little pew 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 micro little thing. It's like an actual. It's like the. It's, so it's like the Millennium Falcon one. Nice, it's, nice. It's of that same series line. Yes, yeah. it costs a, it costs a little bit of money for it. Yeah, That's, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, do we have so, time? Do you want to do lightning round? Do you guys want to do it? Let's do a lightning now. Speed round. I think, I think Sal should look up the movies we so, were supposed to see or we saw. No, uh, let's let's no. start with this. Evil Dead. Did you guys both watch it? I saw it. I missed it. All right, Mike. It's a contender for my gold card. Green oh, card. Okay. So it's it a is green that card. Good. Does it have like I, I, my only question for this movie? Because it does look really good through the trailers, but <laughs> is it like an actual continuation from the last one, or is it really just its own thing and they just stumbled upon the book? It's its own thing watch out for spoilers um i will say this it's not a spoiler because they did address it in the 20 um the 2013 film that there's three books this is the second book oh Oh, really i did not know that that means yeah i don't i remember that i don't remember them saying that okay so that means there is definitely going to be another one another movie there is another one that is in the making that's the third book i do not know what's Going Are to we happen get in the an future? end game version of Evil Dead, or maybe another <laughs> recasting of Ash. Hmm, maybe I don't know, but it would just be the, Bruce Campbell, it would be a phenomenal <laughs> level of, recasting yeah. Bruce Campbell with Bruce Campbell. Okay, so green, it's almost gold, uh, almost gold, but good. it's a green card. It's a green is, card. I loved it. Is the grotesque horrorness of it? As much as you see in the trailer, or more than what you see in the trailer, for me, it's more. Okay. Definitely gruesome. Don't let your kids see this shit. (laughs) Okay. They will have fucking nightmares. They will be traumatized. The trailer already gives fucking nightmares. No, the the trailer. I feel like the trailer didn't do justice. All right, John Wick four. Another contender for me. Card for sure. Green card. Yes. Contender with a. Does it end with a nice little bow to, to wrap up the thing, or does it leave it open for another one? Uh, both. <laughs> uh, somewhat. Uh, it's in the middle. It's both. Yes. It's, it, yes. It, it's a bow, but it leads to something else. Yes. How about that? Okay. All right. Uh, Shazam 2. Fuck no. Uh, saw it yellow. That's a red. <laughs> it's for the kids. For a kids movie, you know, yellow. <laughs> was the uh, was the, it's this is not a spoiler because they kind of already spoiled it in the commercial slash trailer. Is the Wonder Woman cameo any important at all, or is it literally just what we saw in the trailer? Almost what you just saw in the trailer. Okay, that's that's. That she just shows up. What's up, and then leaves. Basically, what the <laughs> fuck. I That's mean, she does that. do something. Well, it's almost like in no Peacemaker. Sense. It's almost like in Peacemaker where you had like half the Justice show up and he's yeah. just like saying shit. So, 
I mean, that's all their characters are yeah. good for. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else came out? That uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I didn't see that. Green card. Ham? Green card. I heard it was really good, but in the same boat as Mario, where like if you're a hardcore D and D fan, you'll absolutely appreciate the movie. But if not, you'll just think it's probably okay at best. Probably, yeah. yeah I, I agree no, with that. I have nothing. I have no idea of D and D. Also, Sisu, green card. I have not watched that. We'll watch that soon. Okay. Uh, Creed 3, Mike. Uh, green card. Did not see it. I haven't seen any of them, which I do want to eventually watch them, but yeah. not for the summer. I got to make a summer list. It's so a green card. I have to explain to you why it's a green card. Some people are giving it a yellow card and saying stupid shit, but I could defend the film. What? Too many anime references? Hmm. It's just like uh, different pacing and different directions. Dragon Ball, but if it's played by black people, whoa! I said it. I said it. Whoa! Oh, um, that's the pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> also, there was one that came out of nowhere—a secret hit, Tetris. Everybody watch that. Tetris. Oh shit! I wanted to watch that. Is it? Is it good? I, I know it's about the creation of. Tetris, I said it's but... good. It did take some, some things here and there that didn't really happen, but. It was really good. Go watch it on uh, Hulu, Apple I believe. TV. No, no Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV. Oh yeah, because oh, I had man. to. Okay, yeah. Oh well, no. Here's card. here's the ultimate deciding factor for me. Does it play the theme song? Oh yes. Gold card. Ah, it's a gold card for me, right there. I don't even have to yeah, watch. Mario, you fucked up. You should have put the Tetris on. Oh, speaking think... of fucked up, can we talk about how fucked up that there's another fucking Becky movie? Yes. Oh. Uh, movie night, guys. We're guy, it's gonna be uh, guys night. Oh, Ladies so- and gentlemen, to catch you up to speed, if you ever hear Becky come out of Mike's mouth like once or twice, we and if in previous episodes we referenced to Becky a Becky card. Becky was the worst movie ever, cre- almost as bad as Superman sixty four. If you've ever <laughs> yeah. played that game, like it is a piece of shit movie. That we all had to watch because Ham said it was going to be good when he completely lied to our face. People liked it. It was he gave it a terrible. fucking green card, and it, I don't know how it mustered up some money to get a sequel. And now on top of that, they had to get Sean William Scott, like the what, Stifler or whatever he plays from American Pie. The He's in the fucking film, so they got Kevin James. And ruin his reputation in the first movie. Oh, now they're taking this guy <laughs> and ru- ruining his reputation. He needed a job, movie. bro. He said, "Yeah, yeah." The wrath. So does is it the wrath of Scott. Becky? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the wrath of Becky. Yeah. God. Oh my god! Awful. I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like how we saw old. All three of us in the theater, fucking just. Wailing it out, baby. Wow, it says the runtime's gonna be 83 minutes. No, oh, fuck me. 80, I'm thinking about this. That's 85 minutes too long. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Jesus Christ. I might All drink, right. I might drink uh, actually watching the film. All right, anything else? Uh, we have Guardians coming up, there's Transformers coming up. Oh, uh, god, is that I mean, I'm gonna end up watching it because I've already invested so much into the fucking franchise. I'm gonna go ahead and see my other part of my childhood get destroyed. But so, is that Paramount Plus or is that on theaters? 
It's in theaters. Theater. Everything's in theaters now. I don't think I can't think of a movie that's oh, going straight man. to streaming have, right off the bat. I have not seen Bumblebee. That one is actually out of all of the Transformers movies, except for the except, except for the very very first Transformers movies. That's probably like up there as like top three. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, I'll also, probably watch it. Well, that's also not, not saying a whole lot, so I don't know what you want to go with that either. Also, are we not talking about Ant Man at all? We did. We, did. we talked about Ant Man in the last fuck? episode. Somebody might have been drunk. <laughs> I mean, there was two multiverses that happened. There was like uh, the Conqueror, and then there was there was Jonathan Majors. Okay, so we uh, well, let's not get into that. So we got Spider Verse yeah. coming up in August. We got the Ninja Turtles. He was fighting his secret war. Yes, I was. <laughs> you don't want to meet my variants. All right, and we're done. At that point, Mike, do the thing that you probably forgot to do and you're going to fuck up on here in, a se- in about yeah. two seconds. Hey, guys, follow us on IG, Twitter, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, IG is Instagram. I'm trying to be cool. Um, at uh, Who's Review. It's WRMACast. Um, so, yeah, follow us on those three platforms. Write us an email at drunkcop.ateacher at gmail.com. Ham will answer you about all the questions of Ant-Man and the secret wars that's going on. Could be my chat GPT, too. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Is that the pronouns? <laughs> you know, as, as, as far in between our uploads are, our YouTube subscriber count is somewhat going up. So Skyrocketing. Oh, my thank, God. Thank you, YouTube subscribers. Thank you. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. Um, hopefully, we have a GoFundMe so, you get, so we can do better <laughs> on this podcast. So well, that that's what it is, watching, everybody. Uh, Becky? Yeah, that's what it is, everybody. We don't have enough money to make all these up episodes. Please donate. We Plus, really our scheduling just sucks in general. Just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah, we our suck at schedule. People working till midnight, people falling asleep, people that just don't want to deal with it because they had a tiring day. Just, yeah. The schedule's all fucked up. Ham takes yep. a lot of energy out of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Guardians, I think, yeah. is our next episode. Whenever Mike watches that, whenever we get that yep. done. And Tomorrow. I think that's pretty much it. All right. With all that said and done, gentlemen, any final words? Um, fuck Becky. I don't know if anyone wants to. Becky oh, will return in her third movie. I you know, I wouldn't mean... be surprised if that was the actual last scene that we see in that movie. Okay, if Becky does get a third film, can you try to apply to be in it? Oh. <laughs> Then maybe I'll pay a dollar to watch it. Yeah, they can't afford me. (laughs) That's probably accurate.